Warning, this is a spoiler-based podcast. If you have not seen 2007 Halloween Rob Zombie Edition, uh, do me a solid favor, pause this podcast, go find something to do, preferably watch this movie, come back and join your boys and girl. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Code45Podcast, like us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube. Uh, you can catch us on damn near any podcatching app, that's Apple Podcasts, aka iTunes, Google Play, Satchel, Stitcher, Blueberry. We prefer it if you go to Podbean because we can actually see you when you add us and you comment to the show while you listen to us as well. People such as Aisha Henderson and Amelia Coley. How you ladies doing? Thank you very much for following us. We appreciate it. Today, Code 45 is powered by... I have zero green tea. You hipster fuck. Uh, Today I'm drinking um, good old-fashioned ice water the way God intended and today, our guest is powered by... Water. Really boring water. Boo. <laughs> Fine, I'll take my beanie and I'll go home. Whatever. All right, take your hacky sack and get the fuck out of here. You are now listening to Call 45, the only cold movie podcast that puts it on your chest. So sit back, relax, pour up, and turn up. Yeah! Welcome, everybody, to a grisly murdering edition of the Code 45 Podcast. I am your host, Beat Him Down. Today, I'm joined by... Random Randy Savage. What's going on, folks? Today's a special day. Uh, This is our Halloween week, Halloween episode, however you want to call it. So we had to get a special guest for Halloween. Joining us, she is the owner, editor, and chief of horrorgeeklife.com it is melissa motherfucking and what's going on melissa hey thank you for having me i appreciate it especially on the halloween episode that's awesome so thank you well it's only right it's only right first question i gotta ask you though is um Mm -hmm. how do you say horror (laughs) (laughs) okay so everybody thinks i'm saying horror because you know we're (laughs) texan and I have a, such an issue saying it, and so it's if, if I'm just saying it without thinking about it, it's horror geek life. <laughs> right. So that I have to try to awful. think about it. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds. So I have to think about it and horror geek life. <laughs> now, now what's funny is like I'm really not poking fun at you. I'm actually poking fun at um, uh, uh, epic film guy uh, Justin. Because when he says it, he says it really hard, and I laughed one time. <laughs> it was not on purpose. He was like, I'm a huge horror fan. I'm like, God, hard R. <laughs> so am I. So am I, buddy. Yeah, huge fan of those. Big time. Oh, but yeah. You meant movies. <laughs> I have my Texan words, and I think I think that one's one of them. You don't say because, wash, yeah. though. You do say wash, right? Uh, I say wash, but okay. I also say oil. Like, I'm going to go get my oil changed. Yes. No, um, no that's, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the South thing. Yeah, it's always. It's like O-A-L. Yep. Yeah, no, that, yeah. That, that, that's, a, that's the thing. You always got to get the oil Aorta. changed. <laughs> yeah, so that's one of them. Horror geek life. <laughs> as as I stated earlier, um, uh, Melissa Ann is actually the 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 head, you know what, in charge of uh, geekhorrorlife.com, which is an amazing website. We highly recommend you guys uh, go check it out. Uh, everything from uh, horror movie news, uh, gaming news, uh, geek stuff, you name it. Uh, I, I'm actually like a, a hardcore subscriber to that website now, just so you know, because uh, I love when you Thank guys you. talk about gaming on the show and everything. 
Uh, folks, it's an easy, easy listen show. Um, you can catch them on Google Play. What else? Oh, you know what? Go, go do your uh, social media shout-outs right now. Melissa, let me not do your damn job. Okay. Yeah. Um, for Horror Geek Life, we're at Horror Geek Life on Facebook and Twitter, Instagram. I'm on Facebook and Twitter at Horror Geek Mel. And then our podcast can be found. Um, it's called the Horror Geek Podcast. It can be found on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, most podcatchers, um, as well as horrorgeeklife.com. There's a podcast link, and you can click on that and find out more about myself, my co-host, and the show. Awesome. And they talk about any and everything. It is amazing. Uh, such highlights as a man losing his eye damn near from a <laughs> syphilitic hooker piss. <laughs> That was one of our high moments. <laughs> fucking the best. I was like, whoa. Like, just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, that that's true horror, right? Oh, like, yeah. You, you go to a strip club and you end up with syphilis in your eye. So. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Eli Roth. Get on it. That's. Uh... <laughs> so. um, it's nothing Lysol can't cure, I'm sure. Right. <laughs> Stab some bleach. <laughs> that's right. At least at the minimum. Uh <laughs> Speaking of uh, Splash Zones, you went to a musical involving mm -hmm. Evil Dead. How was that? It was amazing. I didn't know what to expect, but I paid extra to sit in the Splatter Zone. Right. And I wore a white shirt <laughs> for the occasion because I figured, you know, I would get some blood splatter. What I didn't count on was the fact that the demons would actually have super soakers filled with fake blood. And it was Evil Dead, the musical, um, and they would have super, super soakers. And so... I was sitting right in front of a demon, and when it popped out, it just soaked me completely. My shoes, my ankles, um, my head, <laughs> everything was completely soaked. My white shirt, it was it was amazing. So, well, Randy, I, I have to say we we gotta we gotta give a special award for Melissa Ann for uh, volunteering for the first inaugural Evil Dead wet T-shirt blood contest. <laughs> yes, give it up Golf for clap. Melissa Ann, everybody. <laughs> My shoes are still stained from that, and I wear them proudly. <laughs> How did you get home safely? Like, like you, you have to, like, no offense, you have to realize white privilege is a thing for you to safely <laughs> get home alive. I, I kind of was, you know, uh, scared of being pulled over because I was, they don't give you towels to clean up. They don't let you <laughs> do any so of that. You, you literally. That's. <laughs> Um, you literally walk out of the theater dripping in blood and you just kind of have to like shake it off and let it dry a little bit before you get in your car and drive home. Jesus Christ. And so it's already two o'clock in the morning. I didn't want to wait too long. And so I just got my car and yeah, I, I kept thinking about that. What would I say if I got pulled over that? Oh, a demon had a super soaker. I was at a concert. Blood. I swear officer. Right. <laughs> yeah. Both me and Randy would be savagely beaten with no questions. Asked. It'd be <laughs> yeah. the worst. It'll be the worst. Another thing you guys do on your show, uh, you guys ask uh, hypothetical questions um, as a recent. Uh, oh, they also had a huge get. They had uh, one of the guys who helped uh, create the uh, uh, Friday the 13th game. What? Right. And yeah. Um, and so uh, we've covered a lot of the game over the last year, and we've gotten to know the, the co-creators and the developers um, at Alphonic and things like that. But it's a great game. It's a great team. And we were really fortunate to have Randy on to talk about the latest developments uh, that they just released on Friday 13th. And then they have several more coming up. But um, And then we also talked about Friday 13th films uh, and 10 of the greatest kills that we love. So it was a lot of fun. It was probably my favorite show that we've had so far because Randy is 
uh, very charismatic. <laughs> he has a big personality, and it was really great just kind of geeking out over Friday 13th. So. Almost sounds like you're talking like R. Randy. Hey! You <laughs> I, I, I got to ask this hypothetical question because I was trying to think of one that I feel would be appropriate um, for your show. Uh, you don't have to use it. We'll keep it strictly Code 45 for this one. And Randy, by all means, mm-hmm. you can answer this question as well. I am omitted from this question because I created <laughs> it. I don't have to answer this. All right? Here we go, folks. So, there's 10 kittens. You have 10 toes. You have one hammer. How many toes are you going to save? <laughs> Maybe nine. You saving nine toes? Only on, on, on one like, kitten? I don't like cats. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like cats. Which toe? Which toe are we talking about? The crusty pinky toe? Well, I have like this infection on my big toes. So I can go. <laughs> oh, that's gross. <laughs> what? And awful. the murdering of kittens? Like, yeah, that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the no, infection's to- gross. Way, way more acceptable. Crushing of cats. <laughs> I I actually had a stray cat wander into my kitchen today when I had my door open for a minute, Holy shit. and I ended up feeding it turkey in my driveway. So I, I love cats. I love, this is such a fun question. Do you? Because you just gave I, that cat I, like nightmares. Like you, you know, tryptophan's <laughs> a real fucking thing. Like you literally just you you scarred that cat for life. You realize that? <laughs> nope. Way to go. I mean. I, I, I would save the kittens. So you would you would Kruger the kittens versus Jasoning the kittens the kittens basically. You just give them all nightmares, but they get to survive. So you so you're losing ten toes. You know that right? Like no. I mean open toes. I love my toes and I love kittens, but I think that I would probably sacrifice my toes. Okay, yeah. let me let me run one more one more caveat just so you can so you can realize the, the gravity of what you're deciding here. Like maybe you, if you had said like put, puppies or like children, that'd be different. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is when you soak in a hot bath, you're going to have flippers instead of feet. You realize that. <laughs> That's fine. That's awesome. But I won't have it on my conscience. Then you so. can swim like a shark. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. You do gain better swimming abilities. That's a fair point, Rando. All right. <laughs> I will I will take you out of the hot seat. I will leave you alone for now. We're going to talk about um, 2007's uh, Halloween. This is Randy's month. He, he picked this. I'm assuming you picked 07, Randy, because... Everybody knows 78 is the shit, right? Is that, is that what's happening? That, and I've never actually seen the Rob Zombie Halloween, so oh. I definitely wanted to see it. Nor have I, sir, because I heard nothing but bad things about it. But let me really? look over. Yeah, I'm being serious. Heard, but be I don't think, I don't, I don't, well, I said I heard bad things. And, okay. Uh, I, know, I know a lot of people said that hate Rob Zombie. Thus, anything Rob Zombie does is garbage. Melissa, what? are you, dude, things I've heard, man. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Things right. I've heard. I have not. I've yet. I, I'm in the shadows lurking behind I've heard bushes in my, my opinion. And I love Evil Dead Girl and like uh, Wild and uh, Crazy Beast and that whole soundtrack or whatever. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> Dude, all I, all I know is that Dracula, whatever the fuck, that Dracula song. That's if, all, that's... If, our, if our listeners had listened to our last episode, this sounds like it's going to be a flip-flop from last episode. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Because you hurt me You hurt me deeply with that Saw conversation. That oh, hurt. man. He was so <laughs> sucking the dick of Saw. Oh, <laughs> like, you son of a bitch. It's the best. <laughs> it's the I said best. the ending was good, you piece of shit. 
bastard. You fucking dull. You were so dull. Oh, I don't, I don't understand so, why he wouldn't I just. I love you and your seven remakes. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Trying to break down the physics of a chain link fence and like the, the, the pecking order of a stethoscope. You go to hell. You wouldn't actually own it. Who, who cares? Who cares? Trust me. Trust me. There were nurses out in the world oh who was God. like, yep, he's totally right. That That is true. That is truth he speaks from his mouth, from God's ears to his mouth. Shut your fucking mouth. So, um,. Melissa, what about you? Which camp were you in as far as uh, Halloween <laughs> 2007? I really liked it whenever I first saw it. I saw it in theater when it came out, and I was kind of um, fixated on it for a little while, mm-hmm. and I bought it as soon as I could, and I watched it a couple more times. It was really up there. I actually did a Halloween ranking around that time for a website, mm. and it was pretty far up there on my Halloween ranking. I got some hate for it, but um, really? now rewatching it, it's kind of dropped a little bit. Um, part two is still way back there, but... It has dropped a little bit since rewatching it, but it still holds up for me. I will reserve my uh, final judgment at the end of the show because some people want to be. Oh, this is going to be fun. Uh, <laughs> watch we agree. Watch we fucking agree. I hope so. I don't like Rob Zombie the musician necessarily. If that if that helps, I, dude. I don't I don't know his music, man. I really don't. So I do. I'm sure you, you sound like you do. If literally, <laughs> if you if you had to pick a soundtrack to have a massacre, I, that's what I, I that's what I also respect. Go ahead, we're gonna get in the movie. I'll, See, I'll like you ahead. you keep you keep leaving <laughs> breadcrumbs that you may or may not have like killed somebody and been accused of it because you <laughs> your knowledge of like like how long you could be detained in jail from last episode you like you you went on a long time about it. <laughs> And I try to just like gloss over that. And now we're no, talking no. about murdering people, soundtracks and shit. You, you're really laying a lot of groundwork down here for like a case to be hey, built hey. against you. People have anger issues. Sometimes you have to think around those things. <laughs> so, <laughs> my God. Uh, uh, let's, let's get this movie started, shall we? <laughs> In true Rob Zombie fashion, we have a... Uh, you know, picturesque family. Great family oh, yeah. this movie. <laughs> Straight from a thousand uh, maniacs. Here comes the family that nuclear forgot. Jesus Christ, <laughs> dude. It, it's what you would think. You got all the Jerry Springer all-star tropes are here in full representation. We have broken man alcoholic who hates family. <laughs> we have stripper mom just trying to hold the family together. We have uh, uh, loose Rod morals. Zombie's wife. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what's her name? Um, Soliloquy Moon Fry? Yeah, Soliloquy Moon, yeah. What is her name? Moonshine Zombie. Soliloquy Green Moonshine Zombie, yeah. Her. Uh. Sherry Moon. Oh, there we go. There it is. Sherry Moon Zombie. I didn't even want to correct that. I liked your names more. Oh, I was, dude, I was, I was going to keep going until Melissa says something. <laughs> I'm glad. I was enjoying it. <laughs> We have a, a, a hot gel bait daughter uh, coming down, you know, coming down the pike. We have innocent baby because you, you always got to have that one innocent baby to uh, be the barometer of how shitty this family is. Because the more the baby cries, the shittier said family is. And uh, good old Michael Myers already practicing Dexter style, uh, killing little animals and shit. Um, I would say at this point in his life, his dark passenger has fully gotten in the driver's seat and fucking just taken over the whole trip. Willy Wonka style going into the fucking tunnel. I don't understand how this house built serial killers and sluts. Like, if you have a penis, you're a serial killer. If you have a vagina, you're a slut. <laughs> like, nobody got to eat. Because all every time they, they make food on a table, it gets knocked off the table, I feel like. Because she seemed like, for the eighth <laughs> time, 
you knock the food off the table. I don't know. It, That's right. If they had a wholesome meal together like a family, maybe everything would straighten At out. least one. Everything would just be fixed. At least one Cheerios commercial might, might heal that family, folks. Let, let, let's not let's not undermine the power of the, of the Cheerios commercials here, guys. Right. Okay. I think Mikey likes it. Or one one <laughs> solid shake and bake commercial might might bring this family together. <laughs> Seriously. Just just order a pizza and just sit it down. Everybody just like not be shitty to each other for ten seconds. <laughs> just just five seconds of silence of eating their pizzas five backwards, crust first. I will say this. While <laughs> watching this scene here, I totally empathize with Michael at this point. Well, yeah. I, I literally, I was like, I don't, I don't think I'm supposed to feel bad for this kid, but I feel bad for this kid. Well, I think you were. I think that was part of Rob Zombie's kind of um, vision was to take this iconic serial killer uh, who really didn't have any rhyme or reason for killing back in the original films and give us kind of more of a human story so that we would empathize with him. I know you totally do um, because, you know, like you were saying, like his family's totally fucked up and here's this poor kid who, you know, just kind of obviously is getting bullied and feels lost and you feel for him. And he's adorable. That blonde hair. He's adorable. Uh, he was adorable until that mask came off. That kid looked pretty fucking intense to me. <laughs> no, nah, that kid was pretty fugly. When I, like, I mean, he could still be fugly and still feel bad for somebody. <laughs> I feel like. Mike being in a position where some would actually fold in on themselves and destroy themselves, his inner personality, that part of him that wants to like unleash, push back. And then so like he fought really hard to just not be that guy, but that guy just does not like being in a corner. So then like the animal just like burst out. But mm -hmm. yeah, dude. So we, we get like some legit bullies coming into the mix uh, during school. Uh, because you know Mike's mom's a stripper. We find out the hard way. Um, mm -hmm. Even though it was, you, you kind of saw it coming. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep yeah, it real. Yeah. You know, kids talking like legit bad mouth ass kids in the middle school, and uh, I'm like, one of these guys are earning their death super bad. It's, it's coming, like, because I, I, I've never seen this until recently. So I already already knew the one that was really laying it on thick about his mom was gonna get it in the worst way. So after school. The bully talking about, you know, getting some tits rubbed in his face for a dollar from his mom uh, catches a fucking log right to the goddamn kneecaps. Yep. Awesome. Yep. I hated Spy Kids. I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> that That's where him. I knew him from. That, that was him. Crazy. It was him. Was it? Yeah. It was him. Dude, was he has died horrifically like in like two movies then because he was in um The Green Inferno and he was destroyed. That's like four movies now with Danny Trejo, though. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah, he basically just gets like logged to death, which is like really fucking horrific. Like I, I was like, get him at first, like, yeah, that's what he gets. And then after a while I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pretty brutal scene. It I mean, especially as the as the opener. Um and it did just kind of keep going. It yeah. got pretty dark, and um, I'm trying to figure out, like, for me to continue to talk about this, um, Randy, I, I, I feel like I need to have some type of music bed in the background to make this okay. a little bit more palatable for, for the listeners. Uh, Melissa, I don't, I don't know how you feel about that. You might think that might, it might be a good idea. I'm thinking um, the log theme song from Ren and Stippy, maybe. We'll, yes. just, we'll just play that in the background. 
as I as I do the play by play. So uh, right across the kneecaps, uh, this kid catches it and he goes down. You know, uh, our boy Mike Myers is wearing his little uh, happy clown mask, and and the boy knows what's up. And he was talking that cash money shit when he went down the first time, thinking he would probably I don't know get hit maybe one or two more times, and you know Mike would run away in fear because of a uh, you know retaliation or whatnot. But uh, Mike is a is a doer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, he persists to um, beat the living shit out of him with this giant fucking log. Also, kind of showing this kid's kind of like strong. Like I said, inside of this child is a monster. Literally, a monster demon fighting its way out of this poor kid's eyes and face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the kid. The kid's brain Not to be dramatic. No, the, no, to be dramatic. Because I, I want this juxtaposition between what we're saying in this music. But, like, blood is leaking out of this kid's eyes at this point. And he's, like, begging for mercy. And um, the only mercy we got was from the uh, MPAA by telling them to focus into the trees as the hits land. Yep. So we're just looking into the sky, basically, averting our eyes from the savage beating <laughs> this kid is taking to where he's basically beaten till his heart stops. And it's a child on the ground, dude. Fucking brutal. We skipped over Michael McDowell, though, our first impression of him. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about hippie. Uh... Yeah, with that hippie hair. Awesome. I feel like that's where some of the rage came from. I feel like people were just mad from the beginning and couldn't let shit go. Yeah. Yeah, I I can see that too because even today I see a lot of debates over uh, Dr. Loomis. I guess kind of a who wore it best, <laughs> and um <laughs> and yeah, I mean there everybody loves Malcolm McDowell, but not everybody loved him in this character, especially coming into seeing the way he did, and we're introduced to him kind of you know, before Michael's even a killer. And so it, it was just kind of, you didn't expect it. You didn't expect Dr. Loomis to come in when he did, especially yeah. looking like that. It, it was, it was kind of a rough <laughs> insert of him. I'm not going to deny that. It was like, Oh Jesus, man. But, um, yeah, I felt like everyone had a code of like your, if you're a main character, your hair must go past your ears or you cannot be in this film. <laughs> They're in a Rob zombie movie. Yeah. Oh, that's how everyone's hair is. Exactly. If you've, if you've seen a Rob Zombie music video or other movie, if your hair is super long, that means you get to live for at least half the movie. If it's high and tight, you're pretty much dead. <laughs> it is what it is. Like, hair choices aside, I, you know, it, it's hit and miss with Michael McDowell and his later uh, career choices. Because even in, um, I don't know if you guys seen um, Death Race, the most recent one, the straight-to-video no. one. Mm-hmm. He's in it, and it's, he's just there. He's just cashing the check because he's Michael fucking McDowell. And I still haven't forgiven him for uh, Fist of the North Star. So, um, moving on. <laughs> I will never <laughs> forgive him. I will never forgive him for that. I don't care how good he was as Linderman. So, basically, uh, Shit Dad is talking cash money shit. Not realizing um, someone who is calling gay just murdered a kid. And uh, is just, just setting the plate. Like everyone, is, everyone at this point is setting the table for uh, Sweet Sweet Revenge. And I feel like uh, this is where Rob uh, made a conscientious choice to show that like he's the kid is just not okay and it's not just basic revenge now granted you know he was uh scorned by his sister because it was a halloween time his sister was supposed to take him out for halloween and it didn't work out that way and he was pretty upset wait, wait, wait. you say it like that but leaving the child on the side of the road outside in the dead of like in the dead of fall i guess while we're intercut with mom stripping and teenage girl getting reamed upstairs <laughs> And handicapped dad in the living room jerking off to White Zombie, the old 50s movie. <laughs> to love hurts? To love hurts. <laughs> yeah. 
That was um again. I'm not supposed to empathize with a murderer, but I am at this point. By the way, I have to say that that is one thing I absolutely cringed at was the fact that fucking Rob Zombie has love hurts at the strip club. I hated that song decision. It was just so on the nose for how Michael was feeling that it just makes me laugh. Like that, that was just so. <laughs> but it's a bad strip club. Like this is this is a really crappy, you know, like one horse town. So it's like this they is a would strip play club that. where you get you get tended uh, like you get uh, you have to get a tetanus shot afterwards. Right. I like, mean, the guy like followed her all the way to her door and to her car door, and she's yeah, having to like like she is she like a prostitute on the side? Like she strips for like the, the experience, but she actually like blows guys in the parking lot. Possibly, and that's how she make her living. That's probably what's happening, guys. So like my thing was because I'm 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 on the other side of the table looking at this. Like, well, you did kill a kid, so you deserve a shitty Halloween. <laughs> that's it's <laughs> karma. Like that, I'm like whatever, dude. Get no, over it. Like no one on the planet deserves circus peanuts and candy corn. That is holy the shit. worst. That is the worst. That is exactly what I put in my notes because, like, that precise cocktail is what drove him to murder. In my mind, <laughs> I'm serious. This whole town is shitty and deserves to die. Yeah, you can't eat a whole circus painting and then chase that bitch with a candy corn and expect not to murder the fuck out of some people. It just <laughs> point blank. That was the co- that was a cocktail for disaster. Honestly, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Because immediately, he, what, what, what did he grab after doing it, um, Melissa? He, he a got, knife, a butcher knife, <laughs> and duct tape. <laughs> The duct tape oh, was yeah, the candy corn. The duct tape, the duct tape was the candy poor corn. Drunk dad doesn't even know. Yeah, dude, he was super drunk. Like he, like, he, like originally it started off as a prank, like that you would see on Instagram, and then it got very, very violent as he gets his uh, throat slit, and dad is gone. Nobody, no, no, no one, no one's crying tears for this asshole. Nobody cares. He get, he got what he got. So after his uh, Dexter impression on his dad, he heads up. Uh, he's about to head upstairs. Uh, his sister's shitty boyfriend comes downstairs, right? Now, in the original, he totally just comes downstairs, leaves, because it was it was a real quick <laughs> little knockdown session, and he got out of there quick, fast, and in a hurry, right? And Gross. I don't know if y'all, <laughs> I don't know if y'all remember in the original, like when he was leaving, he looked the direction of uh, little Michael Myers and didn't even bat an eye. Like when he turned his head, mm-hmm. he would have saw him there just standing there like a creep. But he, he just, I, I got my nut, I'm gone. Bye, bye, Judith. <laughs> but in this version. <laughs> In this version, her boyfriend goes down, you know, because it's Rob Zombie, so we gotta up the body count. It's, it's it's the remake, folks. We gotta we gotta make it real. So as he's making this real shitty sandwich, he came in there for lunch, but unfortunately, he got a grand slam breakfast as that boy Michael Myers came up behind him with a fucking aluminum baseball bat and goes to town. Thoughts and opinions, Randy and Melissa. I thought it was awesome. I was literally like, "Good, kill everyone." Bink, right in the dome, and he's twitching. I'm like, oh no! Yeah, and then he's twitching. like, blah 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 blah. <laughs> the twitch was a good touch. I can't lie to you, Melissa. Your thoughts yeah. on this kill? Yeah, I thought it was a great kill. I'm always about like the Malik kills, you know the because you know I'm a gamer, and that's usually <laughs> my go-to is to find a weapon, and I just like to beat things. It's a weird. It, I mean, gets the stress out. But um, I like those type of kills, and it was actually really well done. And, of course, you know, right as he's making the sandwich in the kitchen. So yeah, man. the after-sex sandwich. Yep. Yeah. Peanut butter yeah, and like mayonnaise sandwich. Instead, he got pancakes, <laughs> toast, eggs. <laughs> <laughs> All the ingredients to that Grand Slam. He got fucked up, and it was uh, it was hilarious because I, I hated his hair. 
and I felt he deserved to die for that. Who didn't deserve to die was the sister, in my opinion. Um, listen to Don't Fear the Reaper. No, that was a callback. No, she deserved it too. Not for not <laughs> not for stiffing her brother for Halloween. That, that, I, I don't think that that equates to seventeen stabs to the body, which which consequently is um another number that's very similar later on in the show. We'll get to that. But um, he stabs the dog shit out of her. But not before. See, this is where he takes it away from you guys. The empathizing by being super creepy with his own sister, running his fingers up her leg while his hands are covered in blood. It's a little yeah. Little boy. It's so cringeworthy, especially because of his age. I mean, yeah, they're brother and sister, but he's also a kid, and she's laying there naked after sex, and he's covered in her boyfriend's blood, and um, yeah, running his hand right up. And of course, she slaps him right in the face without Michael Myers' mask on, and that was a pretty good slap. I do appreciate the mask upgrade, uh, because her boyfriend presented the mask, which is, I still feel like y'all could have did better than that. But um, it's like, hey, check this out. I'm going to scare you um, whilst having sex with you. It's like, okay, bro. You deserve that bat to the skull. But uh, I don't understand why these guys have to put on masks or sheets later. But like, I don't, if I was going to wear a mask and have sex, I'd be a Batman cow. Because I don't, I don't have sex to scare women. I have sex to like... <laughs> to enhance their pleasure. I'm Batman. To enhance their pleasure. Wait, who, wait. Who better which which Batman, though? Which Batman anyone? are you? No, 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 no. You, we can't gain gloss over that. Which which Batman are you role-playing as? That's very important. It would be Keaton. It would have to be Keaton. <laughs> really? Yeah, it would be the straight cow that I can't turn my neck, so they have to look right down. And then if I look like, over... <laughs> <laughs> Just stiff, rigid movements. Stiff, rooted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty intense. I would go the bell route. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is it good to you? Yeah, it's good to you. Yeah, you it's, like, it's like a more of a motorcycle helmet, so you can move around a little bit more. Kill me! Just erratic camera shots and elbows. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, do you have a Batman cow roleplay <laughs> preference? By any chance? Um, I'm always Adam West. Oh, classy. I'm Adam West Batman. Classy lady. Classy lady. He'll tell you the he'll tell you the pleasures of safe sex before you <laughs> <laughs> Come Robin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where the fuck were we? Um <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> she gets stabbed. Yeah, she gets stabbed to death, man. It's it, it's sad because she crawls and just dies on the floor, and then there's the baby sis. And he just gently kisses her on the forehead and says, Happy Halloween, just to make you feel super uneasy about where this kid's at. So finally, he stops talking, and he's catatonic as he sits outside holding his baby sister after uh, mom comes home from possibly blowing a dude, only to be even more horrified, uh, (laughs) learning that her entire family is dead. And um, we have this really interesting shot where Rob Zombie, I think, invented the mannequin challenge. I don't understand the point of the shot at all. I mean, <laughs> I feel like you could have done a slow dolly to the kid's face and it would have been just as creepy. But, uh, okay, freeze frame, moving freeze frame to Mike's face, whatever. No, I think that was kind of cool. Like, he, he invented the mannequin challenge. This is this is it. This is the point where it started, right here. Yeah, but it, it, that's lame. <laughs> <laughs> it was lame. It's, it's lame now. It was lame when it first came out. And my making it in 2007 doesn't make it any better. I don't think you it's know like cool if you felt unless think. it was like a cell phone, like in 1974, that's different. Yeah, that's cool. And whoa, innovative. But no, this is 
Yet you like his music. Moving on. I like his music. Get off me. (laughs) Any thoughts on this, Melissa? Can you can you uh, break this tie here? I think that he kind of made some really (laughs) cheesy decisions from the strip club, kind Mm -hmm. of on Um, up until the reporters talking outside. It's just kind of it's kind of hokey right in there, and the acting and yeah, it doesn't feel like Rob Zombie in there. Feels like the cinematographer wanted to do a thing, and it's like, okay, <laughs> fine. Just let me we're do, it, do it, Rob. Just let me do it, Rob. Just let okay. me do it, Rob. Oh, fine. Just, oh. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. But those girls' tits better be perfect. I swear to God. It's <laughs> <laughs> the least you can do is have them the tits. No, but like, um, I thought it was cool because could we get the the creepy slow head turn? I, I I was I was for it because I I went into this movie expecting a heaping pile of flaming garbage, so anything that was different, I was like, oh, that's cool. I didn't realize y'all created the mannequin challenge. That's cool. That's that's a thing. <laughs> so I will give them points. Um, okay. so we get the uh, the Loomis sessions because he's committed, you know, and uh. At this point, I'm starting getting I'm I'm getting a little concerned about this movie because like what I liked about the original um, Halloween was like how little we knew about Michael Myers. You know, like we knew just enough that he's all about stabbing shit and holding extremely long knives that should be swords. That's all we should, you know. That's all we know about him. And he's and he's fucking strong, and possibly a ninja. Maybe he trained <laughs> with the League of Shadows sometime when he was gone. Like, I, po- no, possibly about it. He's literally a ninja. So like, <laughs> he he is part ghost or a, a demon or a wraith that just kind of like inhabited a human body that allows him to move silently and yet have incredible strength. Yeah, because he's like right fuck. I mean, even in this movie, he's right fucking there, and it's like no worries at all and it's just like nobody is doing nothing nothing is happening to him and it's like it drives me nuts it's like no one can hear him breathe or something even when he's huge even when he's just this huge hulking guy and he's just wandering around nobody notices nobody fucking notices man so like loomis is trying to like you know because apparently poor michael myers doesn't remember that he just slaughtered an entire fucking house full of people which i call bullshit uh, <laughs> he's trying to get out of there. He's trying to get out of the facility. He's he's having a mental break because he's not getting to leave, and like uh, the masks are becoming a bigger, bigger part of uh, him and who he is. And we have this moment. I'm pretty sure you guys, you know, Melissa, you you watch a shit ton of horror movies more more than I can mm-hmm. I can ever uh, watch in my entire lifetime. Uh, <laughs> which no, that, and that's a credit to you. I have no I have no dedication. Uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> Randy's a student in the game when it comes to actual film and stuff. He's actually a legit film buff. Uh, done some films himself. He, he he participated in the 48-hour film thing. I'm just a pleb. <laughs> I was puffing up my chest when I was like, ooh, I noticed something. When he was like, oh, I wear the mask to hug the ugliness. Oh, he's talking about his soul. I get it. I get it. I'm pretty sure y'all y'all knew that. I'm pretty sure y'all y'all caught that. Yeah, and they also make a reference to he just kind of becomes a shape, which, you know, Michael Myers is also known as the shape. So, Can somebody explain yeah, they, it to me? Like that—that that, that's a shitty nickname. The shape. <laughs> the shape. Yeah, he's just the—he's just the uh, the shape of a man, I guess, because he's pretty much evil. So, mm. but they do reference that, and then of course, you know, hide the ugliness, um, because he—he—he's he, just filled with evil. Right. I felt mad deep that's though. Good. When I caught that, I was like, "Well, I'm deep. I'm deep as a mud." <laughs> Check me out. Check the brand out on me, homies. So Danny Trejo, you know, uh, drops a little line. He's like, hey, man, I've been locked up. For some reason, I got a job here at the psych ward. Um, you got to look beyond the walls, which is a callback to um, 
the first movie where uh, Loomis says scared that he looks beyond the walls when he's in, you know, he just stares blank at the wall, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, it's Danny's fault. God damn it, Danny Trejo. Because he's giving him good advice, but terrible advice because it's fucking Michael Myers. It's one yeah, of those I wrote in my notes this janitor is going to fuck the kid up. Well, I thought he was going to do stuff to him because the movie was taking that that route anyway. I was like, please, Danny, don't, don't Johnny 23 his kid. Please, please don't do anything. And he was, But he was nice to him. He was, he nice was one him. of the few people who really cared for him. Yep. He really did, which is why later in the film I get so angry. But that, he really that, was that is my turn right there. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that was the point. Yeah, that was the exact point. Because um, <laughs> we were still Team Mike when this happened because uh, we had a nurse that got forked so hard that uh, she died. <laughs> I didn't, I, I didn't see it coming. She was being a bitch though, just to say. I mean, what she did was, she do? I, I, again? She was uh, no, no, no. Him. Again. You're yeah. in a mental institution. They won't give you fucking sharp metal pencils. Oh, Why the fuck would they give him because a Because it's a cool kill, Randy. Damn it. <laughs> Just let and it happen. Nurse. But it's like, that doesn't make any sense. You know this kid murders people. It was the 70s. Nobody locked <laughs> the doors. Give him a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> give him then, a plastic spoon. He and then the nurse insults him and then turns her back on him. Yeah, and like, no, that like was nothing's going to happen. No, that was dumb. No, she, no, no. I didn't say she, she didn't deserve it for that part. I didn't catch the part where she was mean to him. I have but turning no your back for stupid people. Yeah, she picked up a picture of him and his baby sister and said, oh, she's cute. She can't be related to you and kind of tosses the picture his way and oh. then takes out her newspaper and turns her back to him. And he's like, oh, look, a sharp fork. Holy it's shit. Like, oh, dude. If nah, you did they... this to anybody, you're going to get stabbed a little bit. No, the, ver- the version I watched didn't have that in there. She just said cute yeah, kid but... and lit a cigarette and turned her back like a dummy. That, that's all I saw no, in my version. No, the version I saw and the version I saw exactly Holy what shit. she said. Oh, well, yeah. the, well, the bitch had it coming. She deserved it. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck her. <laughs> that's what she gets. Get forked. So, in a way, he was being protective, you know, because sister, yeah. I, I think more probably because she tossed the picture and touched it. Right. And he didn't want that. Because, you know, that if you touch like, his belongings. Yeah, that's, kind of that's where he gets triggered. Is like, if you yeah. touch my shit, that's where I fuck you up. But, yeah, yeah. Well, he got her ass. And then, um, sort of like, because Linderman, I'm sorry, <laughs> Michael McDowell's character, uh, uh, Loomis, and uh, the mother were about to leave. And they, like, freaked out to figure out what was going on. Because seeing everybody's running around and shit because this nurse is getting her neck ventilated. They get to her, and they, and they see all the craziness. And we see the crazy look. On Mike's face once the mask comes off. That's the ugliness we've been talking about earlier. And um, the mom is so like hit with grief so badly. She decides to take a, a cyanide pill the shape of a bullet from a gun to the mouth. And uh, she kills herself. Uh, <laughs> sorry. And again, we hear the baby crying in the background. Yes. As she does. Nice. That broke my heart, man. I was and like, you're like, you oh. could have taken her somewhere first. Oh, Why you gotta no. do that? Or at no. least dropped her off at a like, fire station or something. <laughs> something. Nope. She had a, a 38 and she had a plan. <laughs> she was just like, maybe the gun will be loud enough. But yeah, dude, she Not told me. a very good one, though. <laughs> you, you, you are the worst. So <laughs> if you're going to blow your brains just out, use a it. desert Take eagle. your shit in order first, then take your own life. What the hell? I mean, she, first of all, she was dating that dude, uh, the stepdad guy that was a piece of shit. So let's, her, her decision making skills are terrible. So let's let, let's let her slide. All right. <laughs> you got to think about it. So 15 years later. Cut to. <laughs> 15 years later, we got uh, Danny Trejo letting me know that he's going to die by letting me know uh, he has three months to go until he retires. So you know he's dead. You know he's fucked. You, you yeah. know he's, 
And I gotta say, I appreciate it. Man, I'm gonna get on the beach, man, and it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> hey, Mikey, what's going on, man? Oof. You're like seven feet tall now. <laughs> He's <laughs> fucking huge. He, fu- he, he, dude, gross. Wow. Like that, oof, that was a time skip for your ass, man. Cause when he got up, I was like, oh, no. Oh, God, no. Like, quit talking people shit. People are still fucking with him. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Touching his shit, I'm like, really, bro? Like the new guy, I'm like, really, bro? Really? Cause I'm thinking maybe, maybe Trejo. I put him on those. Trejo is literally Kane. It's literally Kane. Who the hell is gonna walk up to Kane and go, "Hey, hey, faggot! Hey, faggot! You gonna, you gonna do some shit, here, faggot?" <laughs> so shout out to Tyler Maine, uh, aka Sabretooth, aka Sabretooth. Ajax from um, fucking. Uh, What's that movie? God damn it, Troy. Um, yeah. Big motherfucker. You know, former pro wrestler. Huge dude. Six fucking nine. Tallest version of Michael Myers to date. Scary. So I think he put on some extra weight for this one because he was fucking menacing. And the new guy yeah. was really pissing me off. I'm like, dude, Danny Trejo's only made it damn near 20 years because he's respected this kid from, like from Jump Street. <laughs> and he knows that he's murdery. Like, I mean, look at the mask, man. Look at the room. And you still talking <laughs> crazy. Like, no, like you, because I'm thinking maybe Danny will get out. He'll pass him the keys. And then later on, new guy dies. That's what I was ready for. But instead we get, um, and, and this was actually put into the reshoots. Um, it was a uh, transfer time because Loomis is like, look, man, I can't, <laughs> I can't with you anymore. I tried. I'm scared of you. <laughs> I got some books to sell. I'm out. And, no, uh, <laughs> I love the line he does. I love the line. Like, Michael, I've been, we haven't spoken in 15 years. Yeah. That's longer than my first marriage. I mean, the fucking's the same, but that's longer than my first. <laughs> okay, so that dialogue really stood out to me because every single time I've seen it, I'm like, of course he has to remind him, you know, oh, you haven't spoken in 15 years. And I just think that dialogue is so out of place because he fucking knows he hasn't spoken in 15 years. Like, It's just in case no one noticed the giant ass title. <laughs> I yeah. mean, yeah. I mean, look, so there, there's a couple of like, this is obvious exposition for no reason. It happens, man. Like the the original did it. I'm just letting it go because I feel like they, they threw it in there because it's to shut up anybody who's really butthurt about him talking in general. Like you should never <laughs> talk. I feel like that. I, th- I think that was just for that one dumb guy that yells it out in the theater, honestly and truly. Because like, there's, there's a lot of things that they throw out there. I'm like, why did you, why did you say that? I was too busy eating popcorn. What is? <laughs> <laughs> so they tried to transfer Mike, and uh, this was put into the reshoots. And uh, I'm glad they added it in here because, god damn, we have uh, guards. Honestly, pretty decent setup. You know, nobody can I don't know factor in that this dude has the uh, strength of raw. And um, he broke through his fucking um, Hannibal Lecter chains and shit and just start fucking people up. And the poor lady that had the shotgun. Accidentally shoots the black guy, who probably had the best death out of that whole entire situation. Because another dude got his like head caved in, like three hits in a corner of a wall, and his head exploded. Okay, hang on, pause. Um, from the director's version. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say the same thing. I know what you're about to say. So, uh, freaking fuck, two hillbilly cousins come in and try to rape a mental patient. No, Whoa! Rape. Whoa! They raped her, like yeah. Right up- what? Doc style and they do it in Mike's room. 
Talking about, that's wait, wait, the wait, best wait, wait, idea wait, in the world. Wait, 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 okay, okay, run it back, run it back. What? It's okay, so from the director's version, the director's cut, where you, where they were the prison breakout, is totally different from what I saw, because the two, the hillbilly new guard brings in like his cousin, and is like, I got the best idea, and we're gonna, and they, they bring in this like tiny little white chick, and it's like, hey, you're so pretty little thing, let's go, let's go, go, go outside, and then. So they take, no, like, no, wait, I got the best idea. So they open this seven-foot fucking murderer's cell and take the tiny white woman in, and now they're going to rape the woman on the bed of the seven-foot murderer who's just sitting there making masks. So, Uh, you know, all that stuff goes on. It was And only when freaking fuck decide to touch Michael's shit does he get triggered again. And then we cut to bashing the head against the wall. So y'all saw the director's cut. I didn't know there was a director's <laughs> cut. And that, like, that is the dumbest shit. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> he fought to put that in there? Like, really? Apparently really, so. Really, Rob? Okay, so I think this is why we're going to have different visions of, uh, <laughs> of the final product here. Because I was like, uh, whoa, bro. He fought like- to- that is the yeah you know and like with that scene like I mean it really is a a just cringe worthy scene because they straight up rape her I mean it it's very graphic it doesn't really oh hold anything God. back they're on the bed they put her up against the wall I mean just all of this Jeez. different shit going on and he doesn't give a shit he's still working on his paper mache mask and then he steps in you know and kills them and. I've heard people say, oh, you know, he he stepped in and helped her. But it's like, no, no, the guy touched his mask. And that's when he stepped in and was defending his property, didn't give a shit about her. And so some people kind of had it like, okay, wait, is he supposed to be like kind of a hero sometimes? But, you know, who has a conscience? But it's like, no, like he only defends his stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that that scene. Oh, my God. Holy it's, shit. I, well, it's a really yeah. brutal rape scene. Fuck it's me, man. not <laughs> pleasant to watch. And I had to watch yeah. it twice because my fucking PlayStation decided sure. to like, <laughs> wouldn't like, I was trying to backtrack. No, I swear to you. I swear hand above my waist. I was definitely not, not enjoying this scene oh, at all. Oh, yeah. Well, and one of the guys is Courtney Gaines. One of the guys is Courtney Gaines and, you know, <sighs> Children of the Corn, yeah, yeah. Um, the redheaded kid from Children of the Corn. And it was so I've met him probably four times oh, and no. it, it oh. was so awkward seeing him in, in that that role. Like, I enjoy your I saw you in those rape scenes. That's, uh. that's lovely. <laughs> OK, so 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 then they try. So is that why they try to transfer him? Because he murdered those guys? No. Then Danny Trejo shows up and everyone's murdered. <laughs> Wait, so oh, time out. So so there was no so there was no transfer. There was no, no transfer. Like Holy the doctor sh- fucks off. Wait, so y'all so y'all so y'all didn't see the transfer scene. No. I don't know what that is. Oh so then wow. Danny like the way it cuts, it's like that was where we cut back into where Danny Trejo comes in. And everybody's and dead. Yeah. Gore, and everybody's dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like I'm thinking like I thought y'all were gonna tell me how these people died. And it's like, no, every, everyone's just magically dead on the ground then. And, uh, no, like he just completely fucks the whole place up. Yeah, and, like in a, in a heartbeat. Okay, what? Well, Jesus, this is, well, strap in, listeners, because it's about to get fucking weird. So, um, it's gonna get weird. So this is where like we realize we can't we can't side with Mike anymore because like Trejo made it worse. Uh, by I have to say this might be his most heartfelt uh, role that I've ever seen him in. Um, he proceeds to drown him, and I do appreciate the camera shot. 
yeah. of us seeing like the look of just sadness in his face as he's being drowned. And he's like, I was good to you, Mikey. Every time he dunks him, he kept saying it. And I was just like, oh, that's fucked up. I got sad Wait. this one. Okay, so how did how did Treo die in your version? Um, he he drowned and like blood was like continually coming out of his face every time he put him in there. And then that's it. It cuts away. Yeah. Okay, so in our version. <laughs> oh God. Oh Jesus. So so one more time, Treo did. Michael pulls him out of the water, and you think for just a half a second he's like, oh, oh Mike, oh, oh, it's good to you. And then this fucking TV comes out of nowhere. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right, that's right. I forgot, I forgot. He um. He, he remembered that Danny Trejo's favorite game was uh, Smash TV. I forgot. Good point. <laughs> totally forgot about that. Thank you. I, 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 I thought it was something way worse. Like, but I, know, I was like, oh, no. He put a TV up his booty hole. Like, no. So, all right. We get Clint Howard coming in, right? Which I appreciate it. He, he's just there to have so a, glad he got hair this time. a really bad hairline <laughs> just to say it's a massacre. I feel like he was just brought on just to say it's a massacre. And I appreciated it. But um, I got super hyped because I saw uh, Ken Faree. Oh, yeah. Playing one of the greatest characters this nation has ever seen, Joe Grizzly. <laughs> Everything, like, honestly, I'm, I'm, um, Randy, I don't know this how. This guy's my spirit animal. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> Literally, he was my spirit animal. I don't know how you feel about this, but, like, I want to dedicate from here on out, like, like from this day forth, I want to uh, give out the Joe Grizzly Award. For uh, best random character or MVP, if you will, uh, uh, of a particular movie. Like, like obviously, in my mind, I think he wins hands down. I don't know how everybody else feels about this character because um, everything about him was amazing. Uh, his his lion's mane permed out fro. His mutton chops. <laughs> mutton chops, and it's it's Pete from uh, 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 Dawn of the Dead, folks. If you listen to the show. The mutton chops, the fact that he was about to take a shit when he was interrupted by Michael Myers, fresh from the asylum, letting him know that that double deluxe taco was speaking to him and he needs to just kind of just press on for a second. All the ingredients um, were just just perfect. And because he, he died, he was killed horribly by Michael Myers. But I, and, and it's but, not even that. No, he goes down like a fucking champ, literally like steel door or steel frame. 15 times against had time to throw one more punch and then get stabbed <laughs> right and the only reason i, I kind of wish when he got stabbed in the stomach a little fart noise happened because yeah he, he was trying to shit <laughs> just, was a little, just a little just a little it would have been funny but i feel like if um melissa uh you can correct me if i'm wrong i feel like if joe motherfucking grizzly was not turtle heading he would have beat michael myers oh yeah i never thought i would be asked this <laughs> Just be honest, because I feel like I, I feel to comment on this. Um, okay, so first of all, I do have to agree with you. He has like the best dialogue of the entire film, I think, because it's just so funny. Um, and he just kind of comes out of nowhere. You don't even see this coming, but he would have been a really, really good match because he was a really <laughs> tough motherfucker. But he kind of did underestimate Michael because he is so tough. So you know, pride can can take a man down. He so. lived a long life, though, of being Joe motherfucking Grizzly, though. Like a long <laughs> I want to see a movie now. I want to see a movie where God comes down and resurrects Joe to fight Michael Myers. I just want to see like, the... With a flaming sword. <laughs> I just want to see the adventures of young Joe Grizzly, and he uh, crosses paths with Jules Winfield. I just need that. I need that to happen. 
and they find out they're brothers. <laughs> Two brothers. <We're> twins. <laughs> Two brothers. Two brothers. <laughs> I get the Mexican armada. <laughs> It'll be the best. I'm telling you, man, if he didn't have the dookie, Mike would have had a problem because he held on to the knife for a long time. A long time. And then um, Michael Myers gets in a jumpsuit, actually uh, doing a little homage to uh, uh, Dawn of the Dead, which I thought was fucking cool. Moving on, guys. But rest in peace, Joe Grizzly. You won the Joe Grizzly Award, first ever, the inaugural, because I think you're the shit. Um, so we get Laurie. He did not go quietly in that good night. No, he did not. But he did void his battles horrifically as he got stabbed in the stomach. <laughs> um, so we cut to Laurie now. Uh, 52 minutes into the movie, <laughs> we get our protagonist with much better parents. Just oh, the, yeah. Just the most ho- just wholesome, fantastic If family. Mr. Sandman did not convey Wallace. wholesome in that soundtrack, it was like nuclear family, like, personified. There you go, right there. Right. Just put him in a Rockwell painting and you're good to go. The iconic D. Wallace, of course, showing up as the mom. Scream queen, horror queen, whatever. Horror, horror. (laughs) (laughs) You're not the horror queen, D. Wallace, I promise. She's the great horror queen. Yes. (laughs) She's the horror queen. Bow to the horror queen. (laughs) But I adore everything. She's like, she's like such a sweetheart in the genre, so... That's awesome. I don't I don't know too too much about her because um I'm I'm a trash movie person. I apologize to everyone. Uh, <laughs> what was she in? Joe, E.T., The Howling. She's like always like the mom, you know, like she's always just that that great mom in all of these films. See, I seen E.T. So, so I, I I have um no offense, but I, I have like uh, white women face blindness sometimes with uh, white actresses because like they they, yeah, all, they, they all, all look the same to him. It's, it's kind of bad. It's really bad. It's even worse. Uh, I hate to say, it. even with like kung fu movies, it gets really bad. What? <laughs> with kung fu movies, was... it's really bad. It's like if she's not wearing the same shirt throughout the whole movie, I I'm not sure if he talk. Like, is he cheating on her? It's like nah, man. It's the same. Thing. It's like fuck. <laughs> so. <laughs> I may or may not keep that in the show. I apologize to everyone, um, <laughs> but we get uh we get the really cool callback uh, music because um you know she she goes to do the exact same shit from the beginning of uh, the OG movie, uh, where she has like some keys she need to go drop off at the Myers house. We get the uh, the John Carpenter music kind of kicking in and stuff, and then we get Tommy, and and this is the dialogue that I thought was kind of like what? It's like I'm your babysitter. It's like yeah, <laughs> we know Lori. <laughs> We we can what, figure that out. Well, you didn't know that. <laughs> We're lovers, Tommy. It's like like what else could they be? Like seriously, like what the fuck? I I gotta ask this question because like because because basically um, we're almost getting beat by beat everything that happened in the original uh, Halloween. We're we're, mm-hmm. we're seeing Laurie uh, looking out the window and seeing a creepy as fuck dude just standing there. Question: Why is she not freaking the fuck out? I I understand it's an homage from the original. But why? I mean, I think what what we're supposed to believe is, oh, it's Halloween. It's just someone fucking around in a mask. You know, I, I think that that's what we're supposed to talk it up to. But at the same time, if I saw that any day of the year, I would freak the fuck out. I wouldn't just say, oh, it's Halloween. Someone's just screwing around in a mask, staring at me Hard. multiple times. Right. <laughs> but I think that's what we're supposed to, to kind of. I think it also plays into the role of like this is the super small town, so everyone's just like, oh, that's just Dave. He's just being weird again. And it's like they throw they they see what it is. They don't acknowledge what it could be. So they're like, whatever, who cares? And then later, like when the girls are like, hey, you want some of this hot teen ass? And they're like. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's pretty much that's, that's an abridged version but yeah that's pretty much what uh what happened there and i thought it was hilarious but like it's just, i'm like he's gonna get it i'm, I'm just gonna yeah, let you guys like, know he's you totally get it. you totally set yourself up for death right there it always irked click me. yes <laughs> but it just it just threw me off man like um because I figured, like, well, maybe they'll do that differently. But it was still cool seeing them, uh, you know, the, the walk from school. Uh, everybody's, um, you know, the whole totally from, um, I thought her name was Lydia, but they called her Le- Lisa. The uh, slutty one? No, Linda. They called her Linda. But I, thought, I thought her Linda? name was Lydia. But yeah, Linda. Was Linda. I gave them nicknames. I didn't I didn't have time to learn their real names. Well, well <laughs> the one that says totally. There was, and oh, Annie, yeah. Annie, I didn't realize. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad. Because when I saw her new... I was like, please let her be of age. She, turns out she was actually 20, 29 going on 30 in this movie playing a teen. So good on her. Good um, for her. And good for me for not being a person. Are you not familiar with Daniel Harris? I realized, I, I realized doing research that she was from uh, Halloween 4 and 5. She was supposed to be uh, 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 Laurie's daughter, right? Um, Yeah, it gets kind of weird. But yeah, so she was in uh, Halloween 4 and 5. And uh, but not only that, but she's like a huge like scream queen and she's adored by every horror fan out there. Um, But yeah, so that was pretty cool that that they brought her back, I thought, for this. And she's gorgeous. I mean, she's I think that's gorgeous. because I was reading is like uh, like because nobody else had a recurring role on Halloween except her. And I was like, oh, I wonder why. He's because she's hot. She's pretty hot. <laughs> she, <laughs> she's up there. If you're hot, Hollywood takes care of you. Yep, they'll cover you in blood and take your shirt off. But um, which, right. is, which is taking care. Oh, speaking of which, uh, our boy Weinstein was involved in this movie. So, oh God knows what unspeakable horrors actually went down there. So yeah, I, I saw that at the up. end of the movie. Yeah, I, was I was like, like oh, oh, that's cringe. That's the worst part of this movie with yeah. the credits at the end. Yeah, I, I w- didn't even know that right now yeah i got more chills like seeing that name pop up i was like oh fuck oh there's so many teenage girls in here oh that's the first dude that's the first thing i thought about all naked yeah that's the first thing i thought about i was like how many of these girls have been victimized by this asshole that was the first thing that popped in my head dude god damn you harvey (laughs) there were so many murders and that was what upset me the most yeah (laughs) (laughs) i know i know Jesus Christ. So, like, Lori, Lori's pretty much still the goody two-shoes. You know, she's the Girl Scout, yada, yada, yada. Everyone else is getting action. No, she's the weird one. She's the weird one. I mean, she was, like, she was like fingering a bagel in front of her mom yeah, and making that's noises. What the fuck? I would have never done Dude. that. I was a wild kid. I would have never done that in front of my mom. <laughs> Not in my version. She In my in my version, she held she up two donuts. She didn't the bagel for you? No. She, she, did, she didn't fuck a bagel? Yeah. No, she, she didn't fuck a bagel. She, while she made orgasm. <laughs> Noises. Yo, yeah. what? Yeah. yeah, she was and her, wow. And her and her dad is like just like looking at the paper and like eating a bagel. He's like, God damn, God like, damn, the bagel. fucking hardware store is gonna close down. Keep fucking Yo. that bagel, daughter. So like, cause she was like, oh, cause she was talking about how this guy looked at a weird, like the the owner of the store looked at a weird, and she just held up two donuts like they were her boobs and like kind of danced around a bit. It was like, did he, uh, he rubbed me the wrong way? And that's all she said. She didn't finger blast yeah, the fucking she bagel. And she fingers the bagels. Yeah. Yo, director's cut. The fuck, man? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's right. Rob Zombie. To the that is you. such a sharp left turn that I was not prepared for. Like, like I, I was ready to talk about like a murder scene where we're like, oh, well, actually, he picked the corpse up and like finger blasted. It was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> but instead, it's the bagel. Fuck you know, And my notes is like, wow, that slut DNA was really ingrained. It's kind of hard to wash out. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
So, man, I'm I'm scared to keep going here. <laughs> it's only gonna get worse. I know, man. My God. So, uh, oof. so uh, let's just let's skim through this. How about shit. this? Mike is basically in town. He's at the house. Uh, we get that, you know, d- dumbass is like fooling around near death and having no clue trope. But um, he's basically doing everything that he did the original, uh, stealing the headstone of uh, Judith. Uh, but in this version, he put a dead animal carcass where it used to be because I'm fucking deranged. Who cares? <laughs> Honestly, just taking the headstone was enough. Like, we get it. You kill animals. Moving on. Let's just get to the kills, folks. Because like yeah. in, the, in the original, Annie was the first to go. And like they spent so much time on Annie almost dying <laughs> in the original. <laughs> Uh, I appreciated it though, cause like you know, like uh, uh, you know, Halloween's a fucking trendsetter when it comes to slasher flicks. Like I, I, I realize its place in history, but all those close calls were just hilarious. I can only imagine watching that in the seventies in the theater, just being like losing my fucking mind. Like I, I would probably equate it to how I felt when I saw High Tension for the first time, of just mm-hmm. being like on edge, not knowing when the kill's coming. So I thought that was cool. But like, <laughs> since we already killed an hour. In this movie, uh, we got basically um, Halloween uh, shot for shot remake abridged, but we skip ahead to uh, Linda and Bob who show up to fuck at where? The Myers house. Was there not like an abandoned dumpster or like some kind of like, <laughs> or like a uh, movie theater that's haunted or, or the, I don't know. Or like, the vehicle they drove in on maybe possibly. Why not? Take the van out to the woods if you're really just desperate to get you killed and fucked. You have a van. Like you're in a van already. Like you're already scumbags. Just, just complete the fucking right. circle. Like well, do what I did. Take the van out <laughs> to a park and then just do it there. <laughs> And it's on Halloween night, and everybody in that town has to know what happened on Halloween night so many years ago. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of morbid. I guess that's why he got the sheet to play ghost, because he was going to, like, spook her out because they know what house that is. And I love the interruption. <laughs> <laughs> I love the just brutal-ass interruption of uh, <laughs> when he, because I, I was thinking, damn, did Michael already kill him? When he was walking in the sheet and then he's got clothesline against the wall. And then uh, we got the iconic, you know, wall, pinning to the wall stab thing, which is a uh, feat of ridiculous strength. If we really sit there and think <laughs> about it. And also, that was a, a, a sword he was holding. It was a machete. There's no way that was a, a kitchen knife. Uh, yeah, it was supposed to be like a butcher knife. It goes all the way through the body and sticks him to the wall somehow. So, he might I need love that. Gordon Ramsay special. <laughs> the longest <laughs> knife in the world. Some could say you might need a... Suspension of disbelief. Yeah. <laughs> you already know I'm putting. Uh, no, no, I'm putting in the uh, the CSI Miami shit. Don't worry about it. Okay, go ahead. Each each pun I've done, I'm doing the CSI uh, Miami music. Just be prepared when you listen to this in post. Uh, <laughs> keeping it real. I have a question. Yeah. What time period is this? Ah, because she has a corded phone. Wait. And and the girl's calling her on a cell phone that has buttons. Well, it originally. So the first part happens in 1992. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, the part where he's like 10, that's 1992. But who the fuck I has a phone in 2007? Yeah. Maybe it was a throwback. Yeah, maybe it was a callback to her possibly getting choked out by it, but instead he, she was just choked by one strong masturbatory hand of uh, Michael Myers. This, the grip strength of this guy. You think that's how he got so strong? Just 
15 years of nonstop masturbation? I think so. That's all he did. He did that and made, he made masks and mask. jerk off. That's, <laughs> that's all he did. And somehow it honed his fucking tensile oh, strength. Oh, that's how they're all made out of paper mache. Oh, oh no. no. Oh. <laughs> so many God. masks. Oh, God. Because who's giving them all supplies? Oh, and the hillbilly together. touched them. That's why he got mad. He touched my seed. Touch my oh, feet. No. They're my children. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. That that's a great twist though. <laughs> I admit. I'm surprised I'm surprised the director's cut didn't cover that already for Christ's sake. Right. <laughs> Michael McDonald's like, test these moss for semen. <laughs> <laughs> so they're dead. And we get a uh, we we get a funny uh, I, I gotta talk about it real quick. We get uh, Loomis gun shopping uh, talking to the drummer for the monkeys. I thought that was fucking hilarious. Yeah, but but they they could have kept that out. I'm pretty sure y'all had an extended version possibly from the uh, <laughs> director's cut. No, same thing. Doctor getting stuff uh, three fifty seven. That was it. So look, I didn't I didn't see this coming, man. So like, um, sweet moment. Parents out there sitting on the porch, giving out candy, having a grand old time. Uh. Lori's off to go do whatever the fuck with her friend um, Annie, and uh, to go babysit. Lori's off to go babysit. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. She was gonna go babysit, quote unquote, but she was really gonna do some other shit. Cause she's the good girl, right? Who who was ready for this uh, with the parents? I mean, like you knew it was coming because they're just too cute, and they were just way too fucking cute for this film, <laughs> and so you knew it was gonna come. <laughs> oh, and. Yeah. I thought, though, when they went inside that it was just going to kind of like how you talked about it earlier, like looking up at the trees. I thought it was just going to be more implied and then would see the aftermath. So, um, no, this jump scare got me. This was the one that yeah, got me. Yeah, it was got, good. That might have been my favorite when the dad just catching in the face. Because I was like, first of all, he should have seen him for like miles. Because <laughs> he was looking in his yeah. direction. And this is mystically. I'm just like, oh, shit. Then the mom, poor mom. Which, which, you know what, it makes perfect sense, the whole Scream Queen thing, because she totally brought it. I was like, damn, man, she's really going through the horrific motions of getting killed right now. This is really, like, a bummer. <laughs> but, it, you know, it happened, and, and they're gone. So, oh, and then, like, well, before that, uh, Mike interrogates her, because he somehow, somehow, some way, he knows what the fuck his little sister will look like as an adult. We're just going to gloss over that. <laughs> <laughs> so he shows a picture, like, silently interrogating her where she's at, and she doesn't know what the fuck's going on. So she dies. Annie is next. Because we finally see Paul. Because Paul wasn't in the original. I thought that was kind of cool. We don't see him die? No, we don't see him at all in the original movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. Like, he never appeared. No. He was the lucky fucker because he, uh, he couldn't, you know, because cell phones weren't a thing. So he couldn't, uh, yeah. he couldn't meet up with her. And he got to live. So, like, uh, Paul and uh, Annie are hooking up or whatever. And Paul gets destroyed. I forgot. How, how did he die? Okay. I remember they're on the couch and she's like, fuck me, fuck me. And he's like, yeah. I don't want to fuck you. And then they start fucking. And then Michael walks up from behind the couch. Oh, that's um, right. He just snatches them up. Like, like he literally starts fucking them up um, all together. Oh, yeah. He just picks them yeah. up by the, like the back of the neck. He just snaps that shit. Yeah. That's, it's just like topless. Yeah. yeah. That strong ass right hand, man. Just fucking cracks his neck. This is where I thought they were going to just like imply her death. Cause she was almost out the door where the titties hanging out. And uh, she gets snatched back in the door and the door slams. I'm like, okay, I can accept that death. And it's like, no, 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 we're going to show it. <laughs> I'm like, no. Yeah, it's like, and she's just. Why would we not show it? 
Come on. Oh, man. So she's like struggling for her life, dude. And we get literally uh, marketing the Guinness Book of World Records, the world's fastest knife fight where uh, she pulls out a butcher knife and it's like, oh, it's about to go down. Nope. Just bitch slapped her with the knife across the mouth. She goes down and she's dragged off camera. Please tell me that's where it ended for y'all. Yeah, where she yep. she starts crawling and then he uh, when she starts crawling too, like it just your heart kind of went out to her because she's just so little and topless yeah. and vulnerable. And here's this huge guy with a big knife and mask and he's just dragging her. And she's really good at making those noises where you kind of feel like she's feeling this pain. And it was su- such an awkward scene, but it was a good scene. OK, so she just got dragged off camera and that's, and that's it, right? For y'all. Nothing extra happened. Nothing extra. Thank God. Because, <laughs> like, the fact that she was alive, I was like, I think something happened to her. Honestly and truly. I feel like they were, like, quote-unquote planting seeds for a, uh, another movie later on the line, maybe, possibly, where she's preggers. Just throwing it out there. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the utter silence made me feel so bad for even thinking. I, I was like, oh, maybe maybe that's a good idea. Maybe that'd be a good movie. You know, if I, I didn't see part two. And then y'all just got super quiet. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm a monster. So let me just keep moving. <laughs> well, trying to hit the old dusty trail. <laughs> so while all this crazy shit is happening, um, you know, Lori's really ain't trying to watch these fucking kids all day because she has both babies at this particular point. She goes back to visit. And Mike decides to decorate the house, um, haunted house style, by having her best friend laying bleeding on the floor, writhing in pain. And Paul, who uh, we barely saw his face, having a pumpkin over his fucking head (laughs) hanging from the goddamn rafters. (laughs) I thought that was funny. I feel like that was like a cute little uh, wink that we didn't see Paul. So it was like, fuck it, just put a pumpkin on his head type thing. I, I, I like the part where, you know, Lori comes in and stuff and she goes over to the phone. And then Michael's behind her and all he does is just go up to Paul and just kind of push him and like make his body just kind of swing a little yeah, bit and like, he just pushes him again and and you kind of see like that kid coming back like oh this is this is fun to play with dead animals and people and he just kind of pushes them and makes them swing i love that that was pretty fucked up he was actually having a grand old time but i did laugh i'm sorry <laughs> it was like the most <laughs> inopportune it was like pointless to do it at all like you're, you're you know you're crunched for time you're trying to kill or capture your main target right now, but you had enough time to play swing with uh, Dead Face Paul. But um, <laughs> what's so crazy is um, she's on the run now, uh, Laurie. She she runs. They're panicking. Everyone's freaking out. She gets uh, she gets back into the house where the kids were, right? And, right. Uh, the cannon fodder squad shows up because the phone call comes in that you know because um, Loomis and Bracket are riding together, and uh, the, that's the sheriff. That's Annie's dad because we didn't really cover that. They find out that they need to hurry up and get there because shit's going down. I'm thinking the cops that arrived was Loomis and Brackett. It's just cannon fodder cops. Just cops there to die. <laughs> and Like, I, Loomis and the sheriff won't get there for 10 minutes, and my brain yeah. finally switches back on and goes, how fucking far are they? <laughs> I mean, 10 minutes ain't that far. It's a small town. If it's Houston, but, Houston no, is no, like, like, I'm 40 minutes away. Like, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's yeah, 40, dead. But in 10 minutes, I could travel at least 10 miles if it's a small town because there's like, it's highways and back roads. So, it's, and they're the sheriff. They can Do you drive have, like, fast. Any like fun imagination bones in your body, man? Like, can you just, <laughs> can we just go into the world of I'm make telling, I told you, man, I was all into it until he said, we won't be there for 10 minutes. And my brain went, 
That's bullshit. Movie time doesn't matter, and you know it, and you know it. Because how long was this night? How many times when when monsters die, it's always morning, dude? Just let it go. Just let it. Come on. I'm glad. At least Lori was smart enough to like break the glass and run out and like she's booking it to Tommy's house, and I was like, finally, like somebody who's like, nope, ground floor, run as fast as you can, keep moving. Then the cops show up. Yeah. Well, I always think too, how awkward is it to show up? And find your daughter half naked after having sex on the floor. I mean, the whole scene is just oh, that was pretty heartbreaking. But like, I was glad it happened in a sense of um, that was one thing I, I was mad I didn't get from the first movie because like, what's up with Bracket, man? His his daughter's dead. Like, what's going on? Like, we, I never got any. Granted, I knew it was gonna happen in the sequel, but I was like, man, I really wish they covered that um in this movie. And uh, yeah. so we got it in this movie. The cops got horribly slaughtered. At the other house, which I which I appreciated because Laurie hesitated, even though the cop was there. He's like, he's not here. And she's like, mm. <laughs> I, was, I was like, fuck you, you can you shoot that prick first, then we'll come out. Exactly. And um, <laughs> they fucking die horribly. And and another thing I actually appreciate about this movie is doors don't fucking matter to Michael Myers here at all. Because remember in the, fr- the first movie, it was like a little flimsy ass, you know, the uh, closets we all have broken at least twice in our lives and had to put it back <laughs> on track. doors later on, it's not even fucking walls or drywall. It's just like... <laughs> yeah, he just flew through and I, I almost shat myself. I was like, oh, the game done changed because you can just know hiding in a corner safely or like hiding in the bathroom and having two seconds or three seconds of terror. He just, he's through the door already. So he blasts through the door, snatches her up, and he takes her away. She passes out, I guess, from fear. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it, I thought it'd be better if, like, she did, like conk, he, like he conked her head on the door frame on the way out. Like that would at least like made sense, right? From her thrashing <laughs> and stuff. But look, I was afraid the director's cut. She he like gave her the mandible claw or something, <laughs> gagged her up. No. And she passed out. I was scared. I know. Literally, what. like fighting all the way, and then he walks out of the front door, and she's passed out. And I'm like, what? She, she's exhausted. <laughs> She wakes up to find a dead and naked uh, Linda for no reason, just laying there uh, right by the headstone of Judith. I don't know what that was supposed to signify, and, and I don't care, honestly. It's a movie beat that was from the original. You got to put it in the remake or people will be mad. So there it is. <laughs> so Mike shows up, puts the picture down, takes off his mask. Like, that's supposed to just fucking explain everything. And I'm glad that it didn't because that would have ruined the movie for me. I'm serious. If she would have liked... You know, you've seen the movie where like the chick, like 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 the uh, the one party won't say shit, and the other chick will like exposition her way just, into a conclusion. Just telepathy, like, whoa, that makes sense now. Yeah, oh, <laughs> am I, am I related to you? Like, is that me? And he'll shake his head yes, and she'll keep giving yes or no answers and questions. I thought that was gonna happen. I was ready for some. I was ready to be pissed. I really was. <laughs> And she was giving him like that. You know, you, you know the trope, the false sense of security trope, because the knife is on the ground. And she's crawling to it. He doesn't realize he's about to get stabbed. And it's always in the shoulder, like, clavicle always. area. Always. I don't understand that at all. Even when at we did all. Slither, it was still, like, in that vicinity. Like, it's always, like, never really that fatal, which is odd to me. And uh, he's he's down for a bit. And she gets the fuck out of there. I love how Mike's basement had 16 different types of locks on it. <laughs> It's like the wooden door is locked, so she has to kick the door, like the cat hole open, just big enough to get to squeeze through. And there's like a chain link fence now that's locked. And I'm like, who's trying to get in this fucking haunted house that you had to put so many locks on these doors? 
I don't know. Well, and we've even seen people just walk right in, too. Yeah, so. and they just like, we unlocked this one. That's a good fucking point. Why did it take the cops so long to get there? We don't know where they were. They could have went to Dairy Queen. It was out the of town. The kids knew. <laughs> the kids knew. Okay, I've never thought about this stuff. Oh, my God. Randy's the, the worst. Kids he, knew. He, he, this is twice in a row he's done this. Like he's been. You need to start drinking again, Randy. This is what's happening. I know. I need to start drinking <laughs> You're becoming a fucking suck. narc. <laughs> you just narking so, at the movies. But my, my brain was like, okay, so if Lori walks to school and Mike can see her walk to school and go back to his own house, and then it's like, the, how big is this town that it's so big that the sheriff can't get there in 10 minutes, but it's so small that Mike can walk to Tommy's house to his house and nobody ever chases him down. I can see the yarn in the pictures. Like, I see it. I see you doing it. <laughs> I did it again. I did it again, man. I'm going to use the same meme. Carol! <laughs> Carol! <laughs> it keeps going back to Pepe. It keeps going back to Pepe. But it I just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Oh shit! So look, man. Basically, I feel like this part went oh, on too long. So Lori makes it outside, right? Yeah. Okay. Lori gets up. out. She falls into the pool. Right, 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 right. She Which like brings this. up another thing that kind of pissed me off. Stop! <laughs> I don't want to fucking hear it. You're done. Okay. You're cut off. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Nope. Okay. Real, real if it, quick. If it's real not quick, funny, I don't want to hear it. I'm gonna tell you right now. Real quick. Okay. How many white trash families you know have a pool? <laughs> That's the I mean, type like of shit. above ground, yes. That's the type yeah. of shit. Ground, above no. ground, yes, but Much not better. that, not a dig in pool like okay. that. That but, pool's fucking expensive. Why the fuck would they live in a house that has a pool like that? Sell that house. All right. Sell that house. I, I'll allow fucking that. Fucking refinance your life and then fucking get a smaller house and then you won't be so shitty around fucking kids. So, <laughs> <laughs> so look, she's trapped. In the fucking uh, <laughs> in-ground pool that pissed Randy off so badly. She couldn't get out. And uh, he's, a, he's she, she's about to die. Michael's closing in on her. Finally, Loomis comes in, does what he do, shoots him down to the ground, right? Everyone's happy. And unfortunately, my timer was still up. So I knew that uh, we had a lot more movie to fucking go. So he's on the ground. I'm waiting for him to get up, but he doesn't. And, like, I love... If you were in the theater, I feel like people got a good jump from this one because they um they get in the car, uh, Loomis and um Lori, and they were they no. Were, I was literally yelling at the screen at this point. Now, what were you yelling? Why are you waiting? Why are you giving exposition? Why are you talking? Drive away. <laughs> this is ten times better than like I stabbed Michael once and I'm just gonna drop the knife and disregard it from the original. This is way better. That's true. Cause Just way taken out like super long. Lori gave up the knife twice, and I was like, "Bitch, what? Like, <laughs> what are you doing?" And she'll throw it like, "Meh." Like, no, this isn't streets of rage. Like, you can keep it in your hand. You don't have to let this shit go. Anyway, uh, th- see, th- no, th- if those you have was- a gun and you take the serial oh killer God. down, shoot him in the back of the I- neck. We get the cool thing where we think the movie is over, <laughs> right? <laughs> and he says, he says the comment like. Oh fuck! What the, what the what the fuck was the last line of the movie? Was that the boogie man? Yeah, right. Oh. Well, well, in fact, I believe. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, the movie's not over. Oh fuck! I thought that was kind of cool. I felt like that was like a nice fuck you to anybody who's like who knows the movie line by line. I thought that was pretty fucking hilarious, but it went on too fucking long. Now I get it. Laurie versus Mike yeah. is an amazing, cool thing. We've danced around the the. Uh, we basically got two movies in one. 
we get we get more uh, back and forth between Lori and um, Mike um, to where they kind of recreate the uh, closet scene, but this time it's inside a wall. And luckily, yeah, it's the like bitch, the raid, but it meets Halloween. Right. So the bitch had enough foresight to get out of that fucking corner, and she survived for it. And um, this was kind of weird. So she has the gun. She's standing at the balcony. Uh, she's cornered by Mike. Mike drops the knife and decides to fucking Goldberg her ass like through the fucking balcony to the ground. Why? Mm-hmm. That's that's the question you should ask, Randy. <laughs> why why did he drop the knife and not just kill her? Did he just want to kill both of them at the same time? Was that his plan? Like like what? that was yeah, my thought. That was, was his he plan. Just wanted like, to take them both out. Yeah. Okay. Just like, kill just kill I'm the entire. I'm pretty sure his his goal his end goal was to kill her then kill himself. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fine. So. They're both on the ground. And, oh, by the way, she was she was in the ceiling, right, uh, being attacked, and she fell through the ceiling. And I felt like I, I wish she lost an eye for real, for real. But I know she didn't, but she got fucked up. And I was like, okay, yeah. she drew blood. Now, now it's official. We can. That's the last trope we need. Michael's finally gonna die now, because that's a weird final girl thing that always happens. I, I, I'll let Melissa talk about that because I don't know anything about womanhood and whatnot. But I feel like it's always that type of like. Mental cycle, <laughs> womanhood thing. No, I'm serious. I'm Whoa. dead serious. I know you are. <laughs> no. <laughs> Triggered now. <laughs> You're like, and now about periods. I'm going to let Melissa talk about this. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that was, that was, yeah, very go ahead. Chauvinistic. We're all going to take a step back now. <laughs> I, I, was, I was trying to say, I was trying to say, I, I don't have any room to talk about this. It's basically, it's basically what I was getting at. You know how yeah. women are with their periods? Go ahead. <laughs> I, I, I inadvertently mansplained and I feel like shit now. Like, <laughs> Fuck. No, no, no! Never mind. Never mind, woman. Let me tell you how it is. Jesus. <laughs> when you're spotting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just walked oh into that. God. Jesus. <laughs> all, all, all this may be cut out. <laughs> I failed. Oh, you? No, come on. Failed miserably. I apologize to all women oh in the world. All of y'all. I'm so sorry. <sighs> Lady Pie Squad. I apologize. Oh, uh, I tried. I try to understand, and then I still fail. That's that's the that's the magic of me. Uh, in my personal life. So, moving on. So, <laughs> they're on the ground. She's fucked up. He's fucked up. And she gets the gun and starts pulling the trigger. And, like, there's nothing in it. And uh, when he finally does the, oh, shit, I'm not dead, grab of her arm. She pulls the trigger and blows his fucking brains out. That's what I'm going to say because part two never happened. Blows his fucking brains out. Blood splashes in her face. And she starts to fucking scream. And then it, like, fades into the old video of her crying as a baby. And that's the end of the fucking movie. And yeah, I, I have to say, though, I really loved that it actually ended because you kind of touched for a second about like final girls and how things usually end. And I thought this was one of the more brutal ways for a final girl to survive by shooting her brother point blank in the face and getting splattered with his blood all over her mouth, her teeth, her tongue, everything. And she's screaming at what just happened. I actually thought that was a really great scene. The home video, whatever. But I thought that was a great scene. No, so. I, I, fe- I felt like the home video thing was was awesome because of um, that's that's that was that was their last relationship. That that was the last time they saw each other in a sense, and it was a uh, I like how her screams kind of like went to the screams of her as a baby, and because it's as a part of her, she don't know shit about. I thought that was kind of neat for me personally, and then and then it ended abruptly. Like if they, they would have cut back after showing the home video film, I felt like it would have fucked everything up. Like, like they show them hugging and they cut back to her, like being in that, you know, that, that fucking blanket they put everybody in when they're in the crisis. I'd have been like, okay, fuck this movie and give her some cocoa. 
You doing all right? <laughs> I'm surviving. And then the doctor's still alive. Right. And, and then uh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, he died. Yeah, he got his head crushed because fuck it. But yeah, but like if they were to put her in that, that riot blanket and gave her some cocoa and played uh It's a Long Road from fucking Rambo, I'd have been pissed. Like all right, this is stupid. Well you know how they, <laughs> they they walk down the street to like God knows where and then credits start rolling? <laughs> like yeah. I'd have been fucking furious. <laughs> but um that's the movie, guys. Usually at this point we do our tallies, but like uh, I will say once again, officially the uh, the inaugural Joe Grizzly Award. Let me introduce myself. I'm Joe Grizzly, bitch. We'll go to Joe Grizzly. I think he was the uh, standout star of this movie. If anybody else disagrees, please tell me who your uh, Joe Grizzly recipient. He did. Yep. I mean, hands down. Fucking right. <laughs> Fucking right. I don't even know who else I'd go with. He did. What, what what was the first thing that captivated you about Mr. Joe Grizzly? Uh, his language. I mean, how could he not lo- love every single line that he delivered and how descriptive he was time and time and time again <laughs> uh, about what he was doing? <laughs> it's like he had so many ways of pretty much telling Michael, I'm taking a shit, go away. But like he he just had so many great ways of delivering those lines so it's a master class yeah. in toilet humor i will say that uh random <laughs> i love his uh his uh collection of skank because i used to have a subscription <laughs> i forgot he had duty bags he was like you naughty girls everything about him rules dude it's the it's the hair and it's the hair and facial hair combo dude like i, I was yeah he's like black logan <laughs> oh loving. i mean I was, yeah He's the black Wolverine. Yeah, I was loving every second of it. I, I swore I kept seeing a cigar in his mouth, but it wasn't. I was just <laughs> I couldn't let it go. It was amazing. It was amazing. All right. So let's get into the tallies, folks. Uh let's find out how many people were choked like Michael's chicken. Let's get into the body count. That body count. That body count. I got seventeen. That's right. 17 dead. The same number of times Judith was wow. stabbed. Ooh, That's yeah. a pretty high body count, too. High as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> high as shit. Well, hmm. Was it 17? Because you guys didn't see the fucking guards getting murdered. But well, I can't. I counted all the dead people I saw, which was those two guards on the ground and then Gloria. That's three. Yeah, we'll just go and with yeah. 17. Cause, cause I, and then I, I even counted both hillbillies because... I I'm so glad I missed it. I I dodged a bullet. So I like how I like how director's cut is like horrific rape scene and fingering of a bagel. That that's all I missed. That's insanity. Just a little bit more sex stuff. Speaking of sex stuff, let's horribly segue into everybody's favorite subject, nudity. Let's get into skin deep. It's about to get skin deep. I have a question about this. Uh, sure. Do you do we count them if they're in a magazine? That is a good question. I'm gonna say no because I don't think okay. they signed so up. Okay. So then, that. so then it's one, two. 
It's two. <laughs> it's two pairs. It's like maybe three no, titties three. is what it's I three. said. Yeah, it's three, it's three titties. Yeah, three. It's yeah. Judith, Judith, Annie, and um, Linda. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. also sad boobies once again, folks. We have uh, <laughs> breast, never have happy boobies. It's always breast and duress, man. It's never, it's never a good time. It's very rare. It's always like, oh, god damn it. <laughs> Maybe okay. So for my selection of next month's movies, it's gonna be Happy Titties. I'm gonna try my best to try and find just <laughs> a sea of like delightfully in play titties. I don't want to watch Emmanuel movies, bro. Like, <laughs> yes, no, Emmanuel, <laughs> fucking everything in the galaxy. <laughs> All right, guys. On that super superfluous high note. Let's get into the uh, final verdict, folks. Knee pads or slippers. What that is, folks, is um, if we truly, truly enjoy this movie, we will give it a maximum of two knee pads uh, where we fall to our knees and worship, giving this movie as just due. Or if we truly, truly hate this movie, we give it two hater slippers where uh, we'll slide them into our feet, uh, shuffle with mud all over our <laughs> fucking feet as well, <laughs> kicking in bathroom doors, murdering iconic characters. Uh, let's start with our guest, Melissa and knee pads and slippers. Knee pads. I I really enjoyed it. And I have gotten to, into uh, debates over this film probably more than any other film that I can recall because I, you know, I'm on social media with other horror fans a lot. But um, I just, I still enjoy it. Even though it slipped down on my list a little bit of my ranking of Halloween films, mm-hmm. I still enjoy it more than some of the other sequels, many of the other sequels. So, yeah. So you giving it giving a maximum of two, or are you doing one knee pad? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Two, two knee pads. I'm gonna give two because I I could probably watch it at any point. I I, I enjoy it that much. So yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Random Randy Savage knee pads and slippers. So when I got to a certain point in the movie, it was definitely two, but then when I got to the end of the movie, it went down to one. It was two knee pads or one. It was two knee pads. Now it's definitely just one knee pad. Um, made out of the skins of dead babies, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> or kittens or whatever. <laughs> but uh, I, f- I feel like up to a certain point in the movie where he said fucking 10 minutes, that's when my brain kicked on again. And it ruined the movie thing. for me. Such a small it did. Thing. But it, it was like it was like a thread that I just kept I kept pulling and pulling and pulling and it's like, now I'm noticing things and it's like, oh, but it was like you had like 30 minutes left, and I'm gonna give that's your 48-hour film thing like the hardest critique of God's green earth. Go right ahead. Like, you cannot, you cannot critique it any harder than I have critiqued it. Good point. I've watched it seven times already, and the first time I watched it when I was finished with it, I loved it. I was like, oh, this is gonna be amazing. I have a good shot of winning. I hate my fucking movie now. <laughs> Such is the I hate it genius. to my core. Jesus. <laughs> 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 as far as uh, remakes go, I will have to rank this pretty high up for re- uh, remakes because it was a uh, interesting sandwich of um, original origin story, shot for shot remake, and oh fuck, what the fuck is going on uh, ending? Granted, uh, the second encounter between uh, Laurie and Mike, I feel like maybe I'm not a hardcore enough of a fan to where I didn't appreciate it as much. I felt like it went on too long. But otherwise, everything else about the movie was pretty awesome. Uh, I was engaged in it, wasn't bored by it. I'm going to give it two knee pads, man. I'm going to give it a maximum two knee pads. I actually enjoyed it. Uh, in comparison to uh, 
the Friday the 13th remake and the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. You know, like out of, out of the big heavy hitters, this is the best one out of the three. So I gotta give it to the pets. I would agree with that completely. Why did so I give it the lowest rating? Because you're <laughs> like a piece of shit, man. I thought Brandon would. What? No. <laughs> well, I'm usually I'm usually pretty chill. Like fucking Randy became a uh, time Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> fucking just <laughs> nine ten. <laughs> ten and minutes is what I'm got watch it. it. About that every you're gonna watch, yeah. Now you're Dude, gonna watch it again. I'm not like, gonna lie, I, I thought about it, but I was like, they need enough time for these fucking cannon fodder cops to die, dude. Like, that's what that was the only reason it was 10 minutes. So, those two no name, no face cops can die immediately, bro. That's the only reason. Let it happen, man. Open your heart. Um, at least, at least throw in a die. At least we're 10 minutes out, okay, but there's another okay, squad okay, car around the okay, corner. Stop, that's stop. all they needed. Stop like, it. I have to edit this. <laughs> Quit it. <laughs> I hate you. Um, <laughs> Melissa, thank you so much for coming on our show. We thank really you for having it. me. Um, if you want to have any uh, recommendations or uh, social media plugs or shout outs, like now is your time. I give you the floor. Yeah, I mean, just uh, once again, I, I'm Horror Geek Mel on. I have a Facebook page and Twitter, and Horror Geek Life is my site. And like Brandon already said, we cover horror, geek, and gaming. Um, and all types of gaming and uh, not just horror games and uh, we're horror geek life and then we have our podcast the horror geek podcast which is available everywhere <laughs> pretty much so yeah that, please check us out yeah uh, I 100% recommend this show uh, I've listened to every single episode they have to offer I fucking love this show and I plan on continuing to listen throughout um, and I mean that like uh, I don't just say it because he's on the show I legitimately like the uh, the show and especially your, your guys website content and uh, I highly recommend, if you guys are fans of the show, honestly, it, it's only a natural progression to go on and uh, check their stuff out. Um, Randy, you got any party shots, any parting words? Uh, so, actually... If you bring up the fucking 10 I minutes, I will drive over to Pearland and kill you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> fine. Uh, I want to give everyone who's doing the 48 hour uh, tomorrow, which is happening tomorrow, but this week... Uh, good luck and salutations. Hopefully it goes well for everyone else. I will be working, but you know, it's going to be awesome guys. Um, and yeah, uh, that's it. Pretty much. John did a great job. Awesome, man. Shout out to John Hernandez. Um, uh, co like co-host of the show. He's, he's been on our show for like a long time. And, um, I guess a uh, shout out to the movie pod squad, uh, podcast mafia, the castaways, uh, home video hustle gotta give a special shout out to that boy brent fullen and uh pj west man those dudes uh did a kick-ass episode man um for friday the 13th it was a lot of fun to listen to uh highly recommend you check those guys out if you haven't already um and that's it man um what no no i'm saying i was agreeing yeah home video hustle is doing an awesome job yeah doing a great job man like i i wish i was where they were at at episode 20 something right now like seriously uh we had really bad equipment but I will uh, free these people from the horrific prison of <laughs> being on this podcast for six days. <laughs> uh, you guys have a good day. We will see y'all next week.
Emmanuel, oh. fucking everything in the galaxy. 